0: Hello everyone, we have a little bit of news and I just watched a news conference in the Cassie Carley case. I might be able to play it back for you guys, right here, uh, but I wanted to uh, bring this to your attention. Obviously, I did a video yesterday on the timeline. Cassie Carly went missing a week ago. She's a 37 year old mom. And she was to meet up with her ex to do a custody exchange of her little girl, Sailor, who's four years old. Well, Cassie didn't get come home with Sailor. So after a day, um, this would be Sunday, March 27th, that she went missing. The next day, her father called it in and then her car was found on Tuesday, Wednesday, the ex was found four hours away in Alabama, but he lives in Panama city beach. And by uh, the Friday night, he was arrested. So Cassie Carley, she was found deceased in Alabama. The, according to the authorities, he was sorry she was found in a barn in a shallow grave and uh they did the announcement today so now cassie's daughter people are asking cassie's daughter there was two answers that the officer gave and at first he said it she was not with family yet and then it was asked again by reporters that she is with family so It's a little confusing on there, but she's safe. She is safe. Um, There's some interesting points the officer made. Number one, obviously, that Cassie was found in Alabama in a barn in a shallow grave. And he's in jail. Marcus Spanavello is in jail in Tennessee. Um, They said they had surveillance on him. And that's when they arrested him, and they were keeping tabs on him. He did say the officer said that Marcus never cooperated. And what was interesting too, he this is his exact words he said he was acting like a dirt bag. Um, another thing that the officer said was, you know, somebody asked about him his you know upgrading the murder charges and whatnot, and he says, well, I hope this guy gets life in prison and or the needle, and he says, hopefully the needle. So, he also said that evidence-wise, it was pretty, uh, what's the word? Um, They pointed to Marcus, for lack of uh, a better word. Tomorrow, on Monday, there will be an autopsy, and Someone asked how she was identified that, you know, confirm it was Cassie. And he said there's a tattoo. Now, in my video yesterday, I talked about two tattoos. One she had on the, her lower back. And the other one was on her foot, which is of a little lizard. And together, it made a heart the way the lizard was formed. And it made a half a heart. And her sister had the other half. Um, on her foot. So when they put their feet together, it formed a heart. And one of the sayings that she said, and her sister said, and her dad was love you always. Yeah. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much. These have to stop. I love your channel, but too many. I know it's enough. I know. Oh, that's two this week. We had night, Naomi, Irion, she died, well, I guess it would be a couple weeks ago, but we found out the information this week, and she was 18 years old, and now Cassie. So, for those of you who are just climbing in, Cassie Carly has been found in Alabama. Now, it's so heartbreaking, and one of the things that I keep thinking about is her poor little four-year-old girl who just wants to be with her mommy. And yeah, it's so, it's so sad. It's so sad. She, Cassie just started a new job the day before on Saturday and she was excited about things. And, you know, this Marcus guy has a little bit of a history. Um, It was said not by the authorities didn't say it, but it was said by Cassie herself uh, that there's been some issues and she's feared for her life and if anything happens to her to look to Marcus. So, um, you know, it, it's super sad. Uh, Hi Mangly, I haven't seen you in a while. Nice to see you. Yes, thank you so much. Really sad news. Ugh. When I was covering the case yesterday, I was working on a couple days, and yesterday when I did the video, I just had this feeling of actually a variety of cases. What's bizarre, you know, it's in Florida, but you had that feeling of, oh, man, he said he went to, you know, a job in Alabama four hours away, which I believe he did work there from the sounds of it. But you have that kind of feeling of, oh, my gosh, we heard this in Barry morpheus case. And... Then you hear the chitter chatter about Marcus's history and it's never good, right? If if a woman or a man, but if somebody's f- fearful of their life, you know, the first places you're going to look is, is the spouse, regardless if it's the husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever, right? Um. So... Caroline says, what's going to happen to little sailor? I think the family is working on it. I know before Cassie was found, um, they were working on at court or papers or documents, something I read about that, that they're working on getting her. So hopefully that will be okay. And, you know, all will be well on that. But my goodness, when you think about it, that's four hours away. So Navarre Beach in Florida, and then four hours to Birmingham, Alabama, and then another few hours, he was caught in Lebanon, Tennessee, I saw this morning, I was mapping it out, uh, because I was going to do a video on the arrest. And then this news conference came. So I don't know, it's so sad. It's so, 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 so sad. Um, Let me show you guys, I'm going to see if I could pull this up. I should be able to, so that you could see. Just bear with me while I grab it. Now I don't know what she, which tattoo she was identified uh, with. The officer did talk about there was a identifying tattoo that he said, you know, not everyone gets it at that. Huh? We have the non muffler guy driving by. <laughs> Never never stops that guy. Let's see if I can if I have the tattoo. I thought I put it in my video yesterday. I was pretty sure I did, so I don't know where it went. Um, but I will yeah, it's not it's not wanting to go up. Yeah, wrong thing. Okay, so that's okay. We'll just keep chatting. I'll go back to the comments for a second. It is devastating. Okay, so thank you guys. I'm just catching up here. So it was interesting. He did say acting like a dirt bag now do you guys want to see the press conference if i can get it to replay yeah there was mixed reports camilla that it was saying sailor was three and sailor was four but the the officer said today in the press conference that she's four so i did tons of different gathering of different links and news and trying to put all the pieces together because I know some of the news were wrong about what they were reporting, but that's why I gather all the kind of news to make sure, you know, everything's the same. And I did see a couple articles saying three years old, but that might have been because it was just in the beginning of of the investigation. And then over time, everybody said four. So Absolutely, Mocha. It's so sad. This four year old little girl just breaks my heart, and I pray she did not have to see anything. I pray she didn't have to see anything. Yeah, Cindy says, What is super sad is that we hear so much of this lately, but think about all the loved ones that go missing that doesn't make national news. I agree. It's so hard too, right? Uh, I mean, I can only report in what it's what is being reported. <laughs> um, but there's so many, you know, here in Calgary, they had a woman last week or two, I guess it would be two weeks ago now. She was walking to work at 5.30 in the morning, minding her own business, had her little coffee in her hand. She went to work and right before she got to work, Some guy came up to her and stabbed her to death numerous times. Random officers uh, came out that he actually um, um, didn't know her. It was random, a random attack. Young girl, I think she was 29, in and around that area, was a personal trainer at a place um, downtown, and she was just walking, minding her own business, and some random dude came up to her and killed her and stabbed her repeatedly. And, you know, there's tons of this. I have officer buddies. I have...
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.
0: I have firefighter buddies, like there's all kinds of crap that goes on and I hear all kinds of things, it's crazy. So now this guy, um, the officer did talk about Marcus Spanavello and said he was acting like a dirtbag. So we heard a little bit about that and there was a woman uh, or a friend named Sam Porter. And I read that Sam was told by Marcus that he dropped, um he dropped no, the father was told by Marcus, hold on, because it's gonna be like telephone tag. The father was told by Marcus that he dropped Cassie off at Sam Porter's house, which is a load of BS, obviously. But there was so many shady things right from the beginning, right? That phone and the family knew they said red flag everywhere. Then this guy, I don't know. Let's see if I can get his picture. Let's put his ugly mug up. You guys can see him. If it'll work for me. Yeah. Anyway, for some reason, it's not pulling up. I'm sure I'll figure it out in a minute. I want to focus on you guys. so and he did say uh, life in prison or the needle hopefully the needle he said was tough on them obviously it's tough any responder it's the family that's tough and the responders the first responders it's tough on them uh, i've said this quite a few times if you're new here you may not know my husband is a paramedic and he sees some crazy things our friends see some crazy things and it sticks with you it's not something that You know, like it's part of your job, so you have to deal with it. But at the same time, it's not easy. And then you come home with it, right? And now you see a mama who, you know, just wanted a better life. She just got a job. Cassie just got a job at the Air Force Base as a server the day before. And she was so excited about starting her life and getting back on her feet. And this guy, who's a piece of work, was playing games before – surprise surprise and uh, decided to take his matters in his own hands as well. So they did yes they yes um, it's confirmed that they did find Cassie Carly. Cassie Carly was found in Alabama. The officer said she was found in a barn and in a shallow grave. So yeah he changed the exchange place at the last minute so and the and the little girl is said to be safe, and uh, he said two different things, like the first one was he was in um she was with family. no, the first one said she's not quite with family yet, and then the next one he said, yes, she is with family, so I think they're just trying to figure out the whole custody thing and how that works, even before Cassie was found, um, so they were worried about it. So, <clears throat> um, Cass, thank you so much, Cass. I appreciate that. It's cute little, little ears there, <laughs> cat ears there. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I can try and see if we can, let's see if I can pull this in, okay. I'm going to see if I can. And then you guys can watch it instead of me repeating myself. You know word for word what he says, if you're okay with that. Okay. Yeah, she said she was scared of them. The family said, you know, it's pretty weird what's going on as well. Um, That she was acting a little bit. um, I can't remember the word. Just there's something off, you know, and then she left and she said to her dad, hey, I'm just going to go going to Juana's and I'll be right back. And then she wasn't right back. It angers me these situations. I'm sure you guys too. Welcome sassy pants. (laughs) Welcome to the crime ring. Okay. Here we go. It's just a few things open, guys. Sorry about the silence. Okay, here we go. Let me know if there is any weird, you know, feedback or whatever as well.
2: And if I'm in you all's way, just tell me. Should start any minute here.
3: Elephant. Here we go. All right. Um, Thank you all for coming out. We have had a development. Um, in the missing person case in the bar. First off, I'm joined by uh, Mark Alderman from the State Attorney's Office. So, Cassie Carley, who's been missing now for about a week, um, we discovered her body while executing a search warrant in Alabama. It was in a uh, a, uh, barn in a shallow grave. So it's not the ending that we wanted, obviously, but um, we're hoping to provide a little closure for the family. And also, as you know, as we reported earlier, the suspect is currently in jail in Morey County, Tennessee on charges of tampering with evidence and giving false info over reference missing persons investigation. Um, our major crimes unit, I can tell you this, I've never been more proud of states traveled over 1,500 miles a week searching. Evidence in reference to this crime. So I want to thank them, but I also want to thank fdle FBI, uh, Fish and Wildlife, um, Texas, or excuse me, Tennessee Highway Patrol, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, Alabama uh, Investigation Division, St. Clair County, S.O. Alabama, Springfield PD, Alabama, Walton County. She was killed. No, yeah. the, the autopsy will reveal
1: that. Has he been cooperative with this investigation? And absolutely not. No. What was, what was the tip or what was the information that led you guys to this place in Alabama? Are you guys revealing um, where she was found exactly?
3: Or no. Um, and we're not revealing how we found that location either right now. So you got to remember, it's an ongoing investigation. So um, we can just tell you that we had uh, information that led us to that place. We got a search warrant and we discovered the body. I'm sorry, you may have said it, but her body was found overnight or this morning, or? Um, it was found yesterday evening.
2: Is the shed connected at all to Mr. Spanavilla? Spanavilla?
3: um It is in a roundabout way, but we can't get into that. But it, he does have a connection to the property Are you able to say if the body was found like in out in the open or covered or anything like that? Uh, shallow grave.
2: Um, Regarding the previous charges, can you get it all into what evidence he tampered with and what evidence he might have destroyed?
3: Um, yeah, it was in reference to the victim's phone. He took her phone and basically got rid of it. Okay. Were you guys able to ever locate the phone? Yes. Yes. Okay. Where? Um, we're not going to go into that.
2: And how did he lie to investigators? What did he lie about?
3: Um, He lied a couple times, actually, in, in different... Scenarios, but uh, whoops, we'll, we'll exactly. Um, um I, we just uncovered clear and convincing evidence that the information he gave us was materially false. Yeah. Um, that, that we were to from
2: How did police encounter him yesterday? Was this during a traffic stop, or or yeah, uh,
3: actually, our detectives went to Tennessee and got with the uh, Tennessee Highway Patrol and um, Tennessee Bureau of Investigations, and they did surveillance, surveillance found him, and took him down on his traffic stop and arrested. So obviously, Thursday, when you guys had the other press
1: conference, it was clear that he was a suspect or a person of interest. You guys were keeping tabs on him, right. and you feel like he was on the move and a flight risk? Do you think he was trying to leave or
3: hide? or? Well, I, don't, I can't speak for his thought process. Um, I can tell you this. He was totally uncooperative. He never cooperated at all with us, um, and that goes a long way. I mean, you think about it. It's your baby's mother, and she's missing and you're not going to cooperate with authorities, that's kind of telltale.
1: At this point, you may have said it, forgive me, but um, the child, where is she?
3: And is she, I know she, she's safe, but is she back with family, or is she still in custody? Not yet, but we're working on that as we speak. But, yeah, she's been checked on by the uh, Tennessee Department of Children and Families, and she's safe.
2: I know you said he wasn't cooperative. Is he speaking now that her remains have been discovered?
3: No, all he said was lawyer,
2: as far as said. And does he have any known criminal history with this department or any other that you know of?
1: In terms of extradition, when can we expect him back here? Or is he fighting that? Uh, I'll
3: see he's
1: in Tennessee right now. We uh, will know very shortly as to whether he, he's going to waive extradition. If he does not, we'll have to submit paperwork to the, the governor's office and do a, to a government's policy. And that could, that could take up, to a, that could be a process? It can be a process. Um, usually we have about 30 days to do it. Um,
3: we, should, what we should know within the next couple of days is whether or not he's going to fight extradition. So if, you, if he is not waiting extradition, it going take a little longer. Um, but it's a pretty routine process going through the office, office.
1: And at what point will he, I know you said the charges will obviously be upgraded. Will it be once he gets back here, or it could be before then?
3: At this point, as the sheriff said, the autopsy is likely going to tomorrow. We'll, we'll be tomorrow. we will be able to as soon as we know more, we will file the appropriate charges. And uh, we're in consultation with the, uh, the DA's office now. As soon as we know more, we'll figure out what we'll to charge and where we'll to charge.
1: Do you guys believe he acted alone? Yes. yes.
2: Was he alone at the time of his arrest yesterday?
3: Um, yes, he was. And, you know, as for extradition, when you say woolly uh, wave extradition, you know, since we've been dealing with him, he's been acting like a dirtbag. bag. I, I don't see that changing, so I'm sure there'll be an extradition process.
2: Do you have any history of Cassie complaining about him or any domestic incident history involving the pair?
3: Um, I, I was told by somebody that she had applied for a TBI before. I don't, but I don't
2: have specifics. No. And just another question, the conditions of Sailor, was she unharmed, completely safe when you saw her last, and does she remain so?
3: Well, we never saw her, but um, the Department of Children and Families in Tennessee were the ones that responded out and said that she was unharmed and in a safe environment.
1: I know it was asked on Thursday, but do you guys believe that the little girl may have witnessed anything or possibly could provide information for the investigation? I
3: mean, she's four years old, so I I don't know that she saw anything. Um, We don't have that information yet you are know, for being four years so, old, I don't know how much info we can actually get out of it. Did someone from your sheriff's department notify the family, and if so, how did that how did that go? Was that in person? Yeah, I, in person I did it this morning, How did that go? As you would expect it to. Mm-hmm. They're crushed, yeah. I mean, it gives them some closure that they, they know where she's at now, but still it's their daughter. I mean, you know, daughter, sister, Terrible. Was it difficult for you to do that? It always is. I mean, she was a citizen of mine, so I'm obligated. And it's not something you look forward to do as a detective or as a sheriff. It's
1: you had said on Thursday um, when asked about the investigation that um, the whole Major Crimes Unit, I believe you said 10 or 11 investigators, that was their sole purpose in finding Cassie. Um, mm-hmm. Talk again about that, just the, the fact that you guys weren't giving up and that you did find her.
3: Yeah, and like I said, they went over 1,500 miles in this investigation, multiple search warrants on cars, phones, houses, properties. Um, I just cannot speak enough about them. Um, you know, very little sleep, traveling all over the place. And we've got them in Tennessee, we got them in Alabama, Panama City, and they're all working as one team. And, and it came to this conclusion. Which, you know, we hate it that Cassie has passed away, but it's good to get closure for the family, and it's good to keep this dirt bag in jail where it belongs.
2: Since her remains were found in Alabama, are all these agencies still going to be with the investigation, or is it kind of just going to be
3: well yeah they're they're still helping us and they they've been a great help like um you know up in tennessee where the truck is they're taking care of forensics up there and and they're helping us with that and and of course the fbi and fdle are great at, at offering their services as well so it's kind of a team effort here but um we have definitely got a great case i i think once the autopsy's done and you see the charges filed you'll you'll understand, but um, I think we have a great case and I think he's either gonna spend the rest of his life in prison or he's gonna get the needle. So hopefully the needle. But. So uh, you yeah. said uh, we're not able to know exactly where the child is, it's with DCF or she is with DCS. No, she's not with DCF. She's with a family right now, but they check the family and they check location and she is safe. And sorry, another question coming in. Uh, do you expect he will be charged for the murder? Well, I and I'm not going to speak for the state attorney, they're the only ones that can charge somebody with murder, but after looking at what I've seen evidence-wise, um, I, I think it's, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Tomorrow, you guys think you'll have a, a cause of death?
3: Yeah, the autopsy's done tomorrow. It's going to be done up in Alabama, and once we get the results, that will be immediately forwarded to the state attorney's office, and we'll do what we need to do.
2: Now, I'm sorry to be redundant, but just to absolutely confirm this body has been confirmed as being Cassie's.
3: Well, and when I say that confirmed, it's been confirmed by a tattoo. Okay. So it's not like dental records or fingerprints or anything, but it's a very, very, you know, it's a a tattoo in a a place that normally you don't have a tattoo. And in the custody exchange in a public place, do you have any recommendations for other family members to do the same or to go to a different location? Yeah, well, no, public place is always good, but, you know, time of day matters as well. If it's dark, if they're parked in a secluded part of a parking lot or something. And when, when I say do your exchange in public, I'm thinking, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon at a Walmart parking lot, broad daylight, that kind of thing. That's what we mean when we say in public. So it's just, if you have to exchange kids, I would say broad daylight, big park lot, lots of people, that's public.
1: It's- you said on Thursday that you guys were looking over surveillance videos, some of it was good, some of it was bad, dark, whatever. What has that been able to produce for the investigation? Are you guys
3: still combing over that? or We are, we are, and there's other things that's, that keep coming in. We get tips all the time about, hey, he was in this store or he was here, so now we have to go there and review video footage, and, and so it's all going. Just because he's in jail, it's not over until he goes to prison it's over. So we're still doing a lot of investigating. Anything else? Thank y'all for coming. We appreciate it.
0: All right. All right. There we go. So that was the press conference that was held today at 2 p.m. Florida time. Um, He did say a few things in there, more than what I said in the beginning. I wrote, I was trying to scribble down a bunch of notes as I was going. And he did say that he got rid of the phone and they found it. And that the only thing Marcus said was lawyer. Hello, Tiara. She says, we'll never understand why these sickos think that killing and facing life in prison is better than just walking away entirely tired of these outcomes. And we're all tired of that. This week is what the second second one that I've covered um, that ended in tragedy for two women, 18-year-old Naomi Irion, and then Cassie Carly, 37-year-old mom. And I don't know. I, I don't know what to think anymore. It's just getting worse and worse. Some people are saying, well, maybe it's because we hear more about it. Or that it actually is getting worse. You know? Uh, the other thing is they don't think he had previous uh, criminal history. The one thing I did read that, I mean, it wasn't a big deal in my opinion, but they did, they did report on it. Let me read it. Cause he had a, some sort of speeding ticket in December. I pulled that up. I think that was early this morning when I woke up, things are starting to <laughs> melt together. If it was yes, if it was last night or this morning, but I I was getting ready for this next video. Obviously it's a little bit different and we're doing this live stream, but it says he got a ticket on December 15th, 2021, when he was stopped for driving 97 miles per hour in an area zone for 70 miles per hour. So it says Alabama court records show an arrest warrant for Spanovello was issued in March after he failed to show up in court in St. Clair County on a speeding ticket. So that's what I saw in my research and no other stuff. But I mean, just because he doesn't have a history at you know, at court or with the officers doesn't mean he isn't doing what he's doing. If he is abusive, well, I'm thinking there's gonna be other people coming forward saying, you know, potentially that yeah, like it's like that to me too. He'll be having updated charges. We'll hear, I guess, once the autopsy is complete, we'll hear uh, everything. Because right now, as of, let's say, yesterday before they found Cassie, he's charged with tampering with evidence, giving false information concerning a missing person investigation and destruction of evidence. That's what he's currently charged with until these upgraded charges will, will be coming. And thank you, Tara. If I didn't say thank you already, I really appreciate it. I just want to say thank you, make sure I said that. Yeah, Naomi was also found, somebody's wondering what was going on. Naomi was also found um, not far away from where she went missing. And that guy ended up sa her and killing her. So, Yeah, I think sailors, so Cassie's family is working on getting sailor. That's what I heard before from Rayanne, who is uh, Cassie's sister. She was saying she was working on getting um, that together to get sailors. So now that this has transpired I'm sure that's just going to keep going and they're going to try that. They did not say where they found the phone, uh, but that they found it. So yeah, it's super sad that they're finding more and more people are going missing more and more people are getting murdered. It's hard to go out even to the grocery store these days, isn't it? You feel like you can't even go out because there's creepos everywhere. And and not only that, it's not even strangers too. It's right in within your own home too. Nothing But Love says, thank you, Linda, for taking the time out of your day and away from your family to cover and share this with all of us. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Nothing But Love, for your donation. I really, really, truly appreciate it. And uh, all of you guys hanging out with me. Today, unfortunately, it's not good news. I so hope that there, you know, obviously we all hope there's good news. I remember when little Cleo was found in Australia; that was a case where she was abducted, and what happy news it was that she was found and she was okay, you know. And I, you just hope and pray that it's like that for these people, and then you find out that they're fine, fa- found in a shallow grave, and just discarded like they're you know like they're nothing and like they're garbage and they're not and all these people around who love Cassie her little girl I can't stop thinking about that it's just like you know your four-year-old who wants your her mommy now is gonna grow up go to school without her mom you know get old go through all these phases of life without your mom there And then you have this little memory because you're four and you barely remember who your mom is when you grow up. It's so sad. It is. It's just heartbreaking. And then that guy, Marcus, I mean, did you see his? Let's show you his booking photo. There's something wrong with my computer pulled up. I'm going to pull it up on my phone so you guys can see it. And I'm not sure if he's mad because he got caught or just mad because he's still mad. Whatever he's mad about. I mean, Loser, super loser. Let's see, booking photo. I'm surprised there's not more uh, articles and pictures about him. Uh, Usually when it comes out, they're everywhere. And I haven't really found that yet on this case. I mean, the quick thing or the good thing is in some aspects, like the officer said, that she was found quickly. Because one of the things that I'm learning from the family's who have missing loved ones, is that it's absolute hell not to know where their loved one is. And some are still searching for their loved ones. You know, um, there's Gannon right here, right there. He was found not far from where um, she went missing. He was found in Pace, Florida. And so, yeah, and this is the things a lot of people are saying. You know, he's he's a creep. How dare anyone do that to the mother of his child? I mean, how do you even look at your child? It's kind of like even with the Daybell case and all that, right? Yeah, family, just family looking at that. Yeah, I can't pull up his booking photo now. Why is that It's so weird? Usually, it's plastered everywhere. Okay, maybe this will do it. Well, here's what he normally looks like, but his booking photo is a lot angrier. Usually it's plastered, like I said. Yeah, yeah, ha- they usually do. Don't you find that Stephanie May? They usually have an empty look right after that. We saw that with um, Leticia Stoke her her face after it was, you know, it it was just evil. Yeah, it's it's not good. I just gave, it gave me chills when I was doing the video yesterday. It had, you know, different elements from different cases that I've personally covered. And I was thinking, man, that's kind of it just gives like Barry Morphew kind of vibe about going to a different job site, like, oh yeah, that's where I work. And then I thought, well, why are you working in Alabama if you have your little girl who's watching the little girl? And I'm, you know, I'm asking all these questions, right? So. Oh, thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate that. Okay. Stephanie came to the rescue to send it to me. (laughs) I don't know where it went and it doesn't work on my computer because I think it's a different format. So let's see. There we go. Take a look at this shot. Let's make this big for you. Look at that. Look at them apples. Just disgusting. So now we know. Um, I will double check the times for when he's going to be his butt's going to be in court. I'll put a little bit of a note on that. Tomorrow, Cassie will have her autopsy. And so we'll find out when they announce it. I'm wondering if they'll do another press conference. Most likely, I think they will. Sometimes they don't, but maybe they will. And we can figure it out. I know, see, it's just crazy with these. Yeah. Usually after something like that, they do look. They do look like that for some reason. Well, you know, I shouldn't say for some reason, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, do you have any other questions? Or comments you'd like to vent on here because we need to vent sometimes, don't we, when we see this and it just ends up horrifically. I will give them that. The the authorities, man, that was quick. That was really, really quick for them. They said over 1,500 miles they covered in a week. No sleep, just work, 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 work and trying to find her. Christy says, I'm trying to find the words, but you just said it all. Poor little girl. Cassie's family, all of them have had their hearts, hearts ripped out. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine losing a child for his, his. you know, Cassie's dad. And um, I'm not sure about the mom. I, I haven't heard much about the mom, but, you know, just to even find that out. And then uh, losing a family member in general is so tough. And then when you lose it to something like this is terrible. Thank you, Christy, for your super chat. I appreciate it. He's not talking, he's not talking. Uh, The only thing he said was lawyer. So I guess he's gonna get that. They found evidence, they said. The, um, The officer sounded quite confident about the evidence. So that'll be interesting to see what that was. Hi, Diane. Yes, I will, I will, once the, that comes out i will put that either in a video or in a live stream and we'll see what the cause of death was yeah it's been over two years now <laughs> a lot of the og people are in here <laughs> um i appreciate all of you even my guest today i appreciate you as well <laughs> uh, it's nice to to be in a group and be able to chat about these things. They're quite upsetting, right? I think that's the biggest thing I've seen for sure in the last two and a half years when it comes to hearing all this news and hearing the horrific things. And some people will get, you know, anxiety over it. Some people watching will be angry. You know, it's kind of a, like a host of of different, um, you know, emotions, and hard to process. Sometimes I know years ago when I was watching the Chris Watts case and years and years ago, I mean, I've, I've been watching since I was 15, like the OJ Simpson, all that, but, but especially with Chris Watts there, I had to take a break from it and couldn't follow it anymore because my heart was just getting uh, too battered on that, you know, like just, "Mm, I can't, I can't do it. So a lot of people lose sleep. A lot of people, um, you know, it, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. And you just want to take in some happy stuff sometimes, right? Like the little news of Cleo, you know, finding her. Why does it have to always end up so tragic? But I think it's important, too, that we do know about these cases. You know, maybe it'll give us a little bit more mm, knowledge, a little bit more Um awareness. So when we're out walking and we're out, you know, this is pertaining to, I guess, strangers. When we're out in public, when we're out, we'll be able to say, okay, you know what, I got to be careful of my surroundings and not stick my face so much in my phone or whatever it is, right? Uh, hindsight, obviously, is twenty twenty. And sometimes in small towns, you don't even think of it. You just kind of do what you do and no big deal. But somebody could be watching, I know of situations where you know you hear about something, like take the case of Naomi where you hear she's just hanging out in a car waiting for a shuttle, and then you have to second guess now, okay, now that I know that information, maybe I could be more aware. So in some ways, um, it's it's good for us to hear about these and see these cases so that you know we can make some decisions on our own life, but at the same time, it sucks. To hear that, you know, it sucks. And I just, the family's going through hell. Like I said, it's one thing when you you lose somebody's always hard. And then to lose somebody tragically like this. And sometimes they don't even know where their baby is for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. You know, parents can be gone and in 50 years they finally solve it with DNA. But it's hell. Every... The family members that I've spoken to in some of the cases that I've covered, they just say, Linda, it's hell. Limbo is hell. That's all they say. They always, you know, kind of say it around like that. It's just not knowing is hell. Thank you, open-minded. Thank you. Um, So I don't know Have this has this give you guys some awareness with these Cases where you maybe double think what you're going to do or double check, you know. Uh, Oh, Dr. Edward, nice to see you and your wifey, Julie. Thanks for being so kind and professional, Linda. You truly give so much love to those missing, lost, but not alone. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's tough. It's so tough. And welcome, Terry. (laughs) Welcome to the crime ring. Yeah. Amy says, I'm so disgusted as for the way these people have no value for life. It's not a video game. We can't bring them back. Yeah. uh, A lot of these people are lost souls. They are lost. If people knew, you know, their path, they wouldn't be doing this. That's for sure. It's so sad. Good. Some people, yes, it gives me, Jody says, gives me awareness. Discerning light for sure helps with awareness. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes like, I know, like when I go through these cases, I look at, okay, what's the population, right? Let's figure out the population and go to the population. It's like, man, there's only 4,000 people there. Oh, there's only 2,000 people there, 1,000 people there. And it's so easy to, Think well, it's a small town, nothing's going to happen, right? That just happens in the big cities. But that's kind of like saying, "Well, it won't happen to me," you know? Yeah, right, it won't happen to me, and then it does. So, I think, in on one hand, it, it does give the awareness and and you know helps in some aspects. It does the opposite because mental health is so important. And then, if you're immersed in all this all the time, right? that can play a big part in your mental health as well. You might think that doesn't affect me too much, but then over time you're realizing things, you know, aren't good or things are bothering you or you can't sleep. I mean, how many people in here have a hard time not sleeping just watching, you know, the true crime. But at the same time, I know a lot of us want justice, right? We want justice. We want to see what's going on. We want to know. And we want to see that person, whoever it is, that person be um, accountable, held accountable for their actions. And then we want to see it through, right? Yeah. So It's tough. Some I see some of you guys saying terrible insomnia. Yeah. But we just keep going, right? I mean, even for me, uh, starting the channel, I I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting into. But I knew I wanted to help and I knew I wanted to contribute. But there's days where, like, I started the Gannon case very early on and I'm still rattled about his case. Here, see this guy here? His name's Marshall Owasa. He's still missing. He's still missing. His sister, his mom don't know where he is. They're in hell. He's from he's from Calgary. and uh, he's still missing. Yeah, a lot of us want justice, right? I mean there's good that comes from it there's the community that comes together i know in naomi's case they were saying can't believe the community has come so much together and rayanne said the same thing cassie's sister that you know it's amazing she says it doesn't surprise me she knew but she said at the same time it's amazing to see all these people come together um you know Yeah, there has to be balance. And everybody in here, this is something I'm learning too, is we can't, we can't just look at this 90, you know, 99% of the time and not do anything for ourselves and take some time. I'm learning how to balance for me. It's just like, okay, we got this case, I need to go and I need to blah, 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 blah and work 24 hours 24 seven till this person's found. And then what happens is I burn out and then there's no, you know, my cup's empty. So I kind of do, I'm learning how to do a little bit more balance. You don't see me doing a video every single day right now. Uh, And if I do, it's because if I do a video every single day, it's because I streamline my process, (laughs) which I'm working on. (laughs) But everybody has to take care of themselves. Everybody. And then, I don't know, maybe we won't see so much of this stuff either. Uh, somebody's asking about holly clark oh my goodness uh no she's still she's not missing they found her they did find her uh, yeah there's a couple things actually the hat where where are you here uh for safety people need to turn on gps tracking give their family access to allow location sharing on their phone i've seen a case Uh, I think it was about a year ago, I want to say, there was a case that their family did just that and was able to locate their family member that way because they had a plan and they all uh, shared it with the family. One of the things to be careful about right now is these Apple AirTags. Given in the wrong hands, uh, these guys or people, I should say, because maybe it's girls too, but from what I'm reading in the news, it has been men that are putting these Apple AirTags in the pockets of women's uh, jackets, or they're putting it on vehicles and tracking the vehicle. So that's kind of scary. And that's something to be very, very cautious about is double check, because apparently what's happening, and I'm not too familiar with these Apple AirTags. I know the, the gist of what they are, but they're putting it in there, and then they're getting the person is actually getting a notification on their phone. And they look, and sure enough, they found an Apple AirTag. There was a ma mo- a woman who was a model or of some sort. I don't remember it was New York or whatever, but she went out with her friends and she went to a couple different spots. She was out with her girlfriends, and then she was walking home. And when she got home, she found this Apple AirTag there and she was married. So her husband ended up finding it and then, you know, chucking it out the window or something like that just because it was freaked that freaked them out. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Your phone will alert you if there's an unknown air tag around you or close by. And that's what happened. It alerted her and she's like, what, it, what, what is this? And then figured it out that it was in her jacket pocket. So somebody slipped it in her at some point during the night and was following her home. Scary. So scary. Exactly. Alyssa says, Elnaz Hashtamiri is a victim. Exactly what you're talking about. I did a uh, video, a couple videos. I think I did one, maybe two, on Elnaz. Her name's Elnaz. Um, And she's in Canada. And there was trackers on her vehicle a couple times. So you got to be careful on that as well. Uh, Dr. Edward says, laws for parental exchange of a child in a public place, fire station, police department, and many other places, public safety for moms. Yeah, one of the things that they did say in the, uh, in the news, not the press conference today, in regards to Cassie Carley, was they, they always chose a public place, typically it was a Walmart, and they did say that it wasn't. It was very dark uh, where the parking lot was of Juana's Grill, and that's where Cassie met Marcus. She's very aware of uh, Juana's, and she knew of it, and there's a big parking lot, usually a lot of people, but that was what it was said was very dark. Now, I want to double check. Are you? If anybody's in Florida, I'll look it up. You guys can probably give me the answer what time does sunset happen in navarre Florida 708 and they and she went at seven o'clock so this was a week ago so yeah about 705 or whatever it would be a couple of minutes before so it was dark it would be dark out in Navarre when they went and did the exchange and he probably knew that And thank you, Dr. Edward. Thank you. Yeah. He's, this guy's, it's interesting. It's interesting in what we're hearing and the lies he was spinning regards to Marcus right from the beginning, because he had texted Rayanne, Cassie's sister, and he texted her dad, their dad, and... He's making up some cockamamie stories, you know. Oh, yeah, she wanted to be dropped off. She just went crazy and went, yeah, okay. And her purse is sitting in her vehicle. um, And she's going to get dropped off somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. There's just some weird things, you know. It's a dark... Parking lot, but really open. Yeah, I was showing that in my video as well. Oh, Kimmy didn't get a notification. That's bummer. I know it happens. <laughs> That's so sweet, Jackie. I wish I could stay all night. Love this channel. <laughs> well, <laughs> We are happy you are able to join us even for a short amount of time. I won't be on here all night, so you're okay.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's right, Sassy Pants is correct on that. You can't deny visitation just because support support isn't being paid. That's 100,000% correct. So... Now, there's some people who can be adults and have, you know, visitation go smoothly. And then there's some that end like this. I know, this is so sad. You know a week ago they she had both, and now yeah, there was some some talk about uh previous domestic violence uh days of Sadie says where was she found and who found her police found her she Cassie was found in a barn in a shallow grave in Alabama, four hours hours away from Navarre. Thank you, Janice. It's not his barn, the officer said, in a roundabout way connected to him. So, yeah, you know, it is kind of the same, I guess it was only four hours away. Letitia Stouck drove Gannon like miles and miles from Colorado to Florida. He was found in Pace, Florida. It's kind of had elements of different cases in this one. We'll find out tomorrow if anybody's wondering. We will find tomorrow the autopsy on Cassie and then I'm sure we'll hear the upgraded charges. So one sec, guys. There we go. Um, Chrissy, who was found in Pace, Florida? Oh, that that would be Gannon Stoke two years ago. He was found. Are they one of the things he did say in the press conference as well, he was talking about the search warrants. He said cars, phones, houses, properties. So that's a that's a big week. I mean, they got Monday, they got the phone call. They found the car Tuesday. They found Marcus on Wednesday and Sailor. And then in the space of a few days, they found Cassie and they found Marcus, and he's charged. So Thanks, Russell, Russell 3380s is very glad you started the channel. I've come to rely on you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being part of it. Yeah, this, I mean, this, Joy says uh, it's a slow process. I see that. Um, That's a quick process. Look at Barry Morphew. Suzanne Morphew is still missing. She hasn't been found yet. And that's going on two years in May already. So that's a super slow process. But this was, I mean, this is very quick. And to catch the person, you know. I'm just going to, there we go. Let me do that. Okay. Cats Gallery says, oh, where was that? I saw you there. I think true crime channels are making law enforcement work better and harder, in my opinion. Well, I know that I know that law enforcement actually watches. I know they watch. I don't know exactly, but I know they do watch my channel. I've I've been privy to that information. I know they do, but um, at the same time, like they can help. Look at that red, white, and Bethune in the Gabby Petito case. Just happened to be a YouTuber and was going camping themselves, and then ran into Gabby's van. Right. Thank you, Candy. Nope, it is, uh, Lori. It's it is. So the officer said that her body was found in a barn, and in a shallow grave in the barn. He said the barn, in a roundabout way, is connected to Marcus. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> you guys are so nice today. Look at all the feels. <laughs> that's so sweet. I see you, Jimmy Hoffa. I see you. That's that's a very nice, very nice things to say, you guys. Catching patterns. Thank you. I'm making my making my day too. Sailor is four years old. So. All right. Yeah, I hope she doesn't remember. I hope there's nothing that was happening in front of her. All right. So you guys, I think that's it for today. And uh, we will chat uh, truth and transparency. says, law enforcement did a great job with this case. That was extremely quick. Keep up the good work. Absolutely, great work for the uh, for the officers. Thank you so much, Truth and Transparency for your super chat, thank you. All right, so everyone, I am going to sign off now. Thank you so much for being with me this afternoon. Unfortunately, it was terrible news. I will keep you updated with Cassie's case and her autopsy should be tomorrow And we'll hear soon about what's going on with the charges with Marcus. I'm sure that's going to be upgraded from the sounds of it from today's press conference. If you're just coming in now, rewind back. You'll see the press conference. Also, be sure to check out my video. I did a timeline on Cassie, and you'll be able to see the timeline in detail of what happened this past week and also some other Uh, videos as well. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe and then make sure you hit that notification bell. Uh, Hopefully you'll get some notifications (laughs) Uh, and then you'll see some more videos. I'm always coming out with new videos each and every single week. I really appreciate you and thank you so much for watching. Thanks to my moderators today and thank you guys for joining me. We'll see you later. Have a great Sunday.